Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Buccaneers 31-15. And I know it seems like it was a close game um, or it was a two-score uh, game or whatever, but it wasn't. We got handled because we didn't score until they scored 31. It was like trash points or whatever like that. But let's just get into the beef stew of everything, man. Like, I was like heated. I was heated the whole game because it was like everything that I predicted that was going to happen. It didn't. And we went right back to the two and five Eagles from the first seven games. It was a lot of prevent defense. And they scored two easy drives down the field, put them up 14 and nothing. And then it was like our offense couldn't move. Jalen Hurts couldn't do anything. And our running game wasn't even there. Our running our running game wasn't there for the first time in a while. I'm not gonna include week 18, but it wasn't there. Like we only we only had 95 rushing yards. 95 rushing yards. For a team that's the top in rushing um, offense. We only had 95 rushing yards, man. Jalen Hurts had two interceptions, two costly interceptions that really put the Bucks in, in a position to score. Once again, Jonathan Gannon, he actually sat up there and let Tom Brady do whatever he wanted. Whatever he wanted. Also, our, uh, our defense is just... Horrendous. It was just horrendous all game. And, and, and this is all Jonathan Gannon's fault. Because everything that everybody said throughout the week, making sure Darius Slade was on Mike Evans, making sure that Maddox was keeping a uh, spy on Grunk to help out the middle. And they, none of that happened. None of that happened. And it was just like, the, the these are people that's getting paid millions of dollars to do one job and you couldn't do that when it counted. Now, like I said before, I didn't expect for them to just go out and blow out uh, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. I, I didn't expect that. I expected them to make it a game. And if they were going to win, they were going to win it close. It was going to be 27-23 or 24-27, whatever. But the Eagles didn't show up today. They didn't. They didn't. What made matters worse is that Jalen Hurts, after the game, after throwing 43 passes and everything like that, he comes walking out in the booth. He comes walking out in the booth, basically saying that it's no, it's no, we don't like to lose, especially like this. We put ourselves in this position. If you weren't able to play, because I don't know the truth, I can't assume anything. I can't assume that you're lying about it. I can't assume that you didn't play on it. What I can see is that you had the boot coming out after the game, and you're basically supposed to be one of the leaders if not the leader on the team and you felt you felt you felt it was a lot of plays that I seen down the field if we were going to be a passer team in this game it was a lot of plays whereas though that these passes could have been spot on yeah you had some drops from Goddard and other players and things like that but some of these some of these passes it was one play that it, it was a, like in the middle and I'm like, other quarterbacks hike the ball and just get it right to that receiver without the uh, defender turning their head and things like that. It would have been it would have been an amazing throw. 
one of your best throws of the season, and you didn't even see, you you even saw it and didn't throw it, or you just didn't see it at all, which is both bad because the guy was wide open. Jalen Hurst makes dumb decisions at times, especially under pressure, i.e. the interception when he was trying to force it to Devontae Smith in the end zone. That interception was uncalled for. We were, we were. It was second and four. It was second and four, man. And he he threw the ball to Devontae Smith, not even seeing that the defender was lurking and got the interception. Like little things like that is why I often cannot argue when people that don't like Hurts at all says that we need to go get another quarterback. We need to sit up there and look elsewhere. I'm all for Hurts coming back for a second year. Let's get that straight. I'm criticizing him just like I criticize any other player in, in the Philadelphia uh, um, region, where it's, if it's um, basketball, football, or so forth. I am criticizing Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts, right now, he stinks. He stinks. There's no more, nothing less to say about it. I don't care about his numbers or rushing touchdowns. I don't care about none of that that he did this season. He scored, he, he threw for 16, he threw 16 touchdowns, had nine interceptions of the season. He he did lead us to the playoffs. He did lead us to the playoffs. He did make made sure that we come back. And, then, you know, it's a, it's a lot of help that went along with it with teams losing and stuff like that for us to clinch. But he put us in a position to make the playoffs. I, I give him kudos for that. But under pressure, this is why people are saying that he's not the guy. But he hasn't got his rightful chance to be the guy. This was only his first season. Like Carson Wentz had bad seasons. Carson Wentz had seasons where he didn't really do much, except for the 2017 season when he was an MVP candidate before he got hurt. But we gave him chance after chance after chance. Even the year when Jalen Hurts got into the game because Carson Wentz was sticking it up, we still gave him a chance. You see what I'm saying? So, there's no way that we go quarterback in a draft or quarterback in free agency. We need to keep it in-house and keep it in, in strengthen our defense, especially at linebacker, and strengthen our um, receiving core. Because, speaking of receiving core, I got to get this out. Jalen Rager needs not to be on the Eagles team. I repeat, Jalen Rager is a waste of a first-round pick. This guy is horrible. He muffed not one, almost two punt returns. He can't he can't return a, 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 a pass, and yet Nick Sirianni still includes him into the offense like Greg Ward is not sitting on the sideline. Like, what are we really doing? What are we really doing? We know how bad Rager is, and it's like, what I don't like about Nick Sirianni is, instead of being like, yo, you're not doing it for me this game, let's try somebody else, he will sit up there and try to build confidence in him, like, you know, especially this game, and it doesn't work, it hasn't worked all season, Rager had one good game, one good game, all season, one good game, and it wasn't even something spectacular to talk about it was just you didn't make mistakes 
Like, he's horrible. He's horrible. I never thought that I would see uh, Eagles wide receiver as worse than Nelson Aguilar. And then J-Jaw comes around, and I'm like, all right, well, J-Jaw is horrible. He's horrible. But at least he doesn't, you know, get that much time for us to, you know, but when he does, it's just horrible. But Jalen Rager's a first-round pick that got the time, got got into the special teams and everything like that, and you fell at everything. You fell at everything. You, you're, you're a waste of space, and you need to get off this team. Period. We need to try to get another wide receiver. We have three first-round picks. We need to get another wide receiver. We need to work on our defense as well. And if Jonathan Gannon is going to go, let him go. Because Jonathan Gannon really started off the onslaught by the Buccaneers today. He basically allowed them to dick and dunk. And he basically gave, uh, out of all people, uh, Gio Bernard gave him open lanes and everything like that. And I'm sitting here like, when are we going to make an adjustment? Last couple games of the season, or the second half of the season, I should say, that was one thing that Jonathan Gannon was doing well is making second-half adjustments, especially against the Washington football team, who was not a playoff team, but he made adjustments. This game, not so much. And you would think that they will learn from week six when we played the Buccaneers that you cannot sit up there and do that because we don't have the personnel to actually make a comeback like that. We was all rooting for the Eagles, man. This is why this one hurts. Even though that we weren't supposed to be here in national media eyes. We all root for the Eagles because at the end of the day, you support your team. And they sat up there and blew this to, to hell. Like it's no other way to say it. It's all their mistakes. 31 and nothing before we start scoring the ball. 31 and nothing. I knew the game was over. You know why I knew the game was over? When Tom Brady was uh, he was laughing. Derrick Barnett. Derrick Barnett got on his face and Tom Brady was laughing. Tom Brady need to look mad because he know that he's in some deep shit. No. Y'all sit up there and let him do whatever he want. And it was it was just bad. It was real bad. Mike Evans scored. Mike Evans was um caught a couple of passes. Uh Darius Slate wasn't even in the picture. Avante Maddox was on him. Because now you got to pick your poison. Yeah, Avante Maddox is good. Don't get me wrong. He's good. But now you got to pick your poison because Avante Maddox tackle better than Darius Slay. Darius Slay cover and everything better than Avante Maddox. So at least if Grunt got the ball, Avante Maddox could help tackle with a linebacker. This is why it was supposed to set up like that. Be set up like that. Todd Bowles. I'm just going in. But Ty Bowles, <laughs> all game he was running cover three. All game he was running cover three. And this is another reason why Nick Sirianni, you know, we can't really say nothing about Jalen Hurts, but he played a bad game. He really did. He didn't execute. He didn't, you know, all the talk from um, last week and everything like that leading up to today. He really didn't do anything that he said he was going to do. He, he didn't basically 
have that mentality like, oh, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to show and prove. No. He went out here and laid the egg. He laid the egg until late. He kept going to Dallas Goddard. Kept going to Dallas Goddard in the first half. Second half and everything like that. Oh, let's get Devontae Smith involved. Let's get him involved. And it was like, it was just predictable. It was a predictable offense that the Bucks didn't really have to do much to pick up. Didn't have to do much to pick up. Ty Bowles ran the cover three, like I was saying. And we don't have that type of quarterback. And they know this because they all vets. We don't have that type of quarterback to chew that defense up, basically. We don't have somebody that can throw outside. We didn't have anything. It was it was bad. It was bad to the point when the third quarter, the announcers was basically saying, sit Brady, because the game was over. Like, that's, it's embarrassing. Like I said, I wouldn't have been frustrated or pissed off if we went out there and competed and it was like, oh, 20 to 27, uh, the Bucks move on or something like that. Okay, we, we, we competed all game. I can't be mad at that. But when you sit up there and do something like that, and expect for me when Boston Scott run a, uh, a touchdown in and it becomes seven nothing or whatever, you think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be happy about that? I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied with that. I'm not by the coach, by the defensive coach, by the quarterback. Sucks. Derek Barnett getting uh, that that penalty, even though that I didn't think that it was a penalty. I just think that just because it was Tom Brady, they're going to give him that call. But as a player, you know, okay, this is Tom Brady. Everybody thinks Tom Brady is the GOAT. And he is. He is. Don't get me wrong. He is. But Derek Barnett should have known better than, than to try to, you know, hit him. We really just blew this to shit. Um, but overall, man, it was a good season. Not a great season. Well, I'm not going to say good. It was decent. It was it was okay. It was an okay season because we made the playoffs. We were one of the 14 teams that made the playoffs. We had the privilege to play and everything like that on Wild Card Weekend. But like I said, we felt and we got a lot of work to do on defense. And hopefully um, we got some growth if, with our quarterback and our coach. Um, I don't care about the defensive coach because he needs to go. He really needs to go. I'm tired of Jonathan Gannon. I'm tired of Jalen Rager. He could go too. He could he could go. I don't even know where he's gonna go, but he can go. Um Jalen Hurts needs to get his act together. He needs to get his act together. But he does deserve, Jalen Hurts does deserve to be our starter next year. He deserves that. He deserves to have an opportunity to work on the mistakes that he did this year and work on his timing work on his uh, pass accuracy and work on uh, communication and and um, what's that called just work just work with the receiver core to basically a rapport build a rapport with everybody so you can dish the ball around the field you know Quez Watkins shout out to him because he did bail um, Jalen Hurts out a couple times and Overall, man, it was a, a decent season. But just going out like that just frustrates me. Because we're better than that. 
we're better than that as players. We're better than that at, that we showed in the second half of the season. And, you know, all the talk that, you know, Buccaneers was going to win, all the talks that we were the underdogs, all the talks that, you know, Jalen Hurts wasn't a franchise quarterback and everything like that should have put that fire in our ass to the point where we was going to go out there and smack the Bucs in the face. And if we would have lost this game, if we would go down losing like we did today, then we was going to put blood in their mouth to the point where somebody else had to deal with them and they knew that they seen the Eagles and we were coming. That didn't happen today. That did not happen today. And it's just, I'm, I'm furious. I'm really furious. And it's all on Howie now. It's all on Howie to, to figure out our personnel and figure out our team, our 50, 53, 52, 53-man roster. Because this ain't it. This is not it. This is not it. It's a football city where it's though that we know our, our sports. We know what it takes to win because we, we, we went to the mountaintop. We went to the mountaintop in 2017. That was just five years ago. Just five years ago. We want to taste that again. We want that again. And with Nick Sirianni, he, what he has to do is he has to get better. He has to get better. Everybody has to get better. Everybody. I don't know if Jason Kelsey is going to wrap up his career. I don't know what's going to happen, but all I know is next year better not look like this year. Next year better not look like this year in the beginning of the season. We need to start early. All these slow starts is not going to cut it. And we all said this. NBC Sports Philadelphia, um, all the content creators like myself, we all said that we cannot start off slow against the Bucks, And then we get away from the run. We get away from the run. Miles Sanders ran the ball seven times. Seven times. Our second running back didn't even touch the ball once in the backfield. He never ran the ball. He got a... He got a what? He got a seven-yard... No, a seven-yard uh, catch. He got he quarter pass. They didn't utilize Jordan Howard at all. And Boston Scott got all the trash minutes, basically, and he scores. Gainwell, he scores, or whatever. But, like, what the hell? It, it's sad. It's really sad. It's really sad that this team went down the way they went down. Really, really, really sad. But, we do got those three picks on the upside. We do have some type of foundation that we can build on and and execute for next year. And also, we could just all we could do is get better. All we could do is get better. But it hurts. It still hurts, man. No pun intended. But it does. It hurts. Um, but Rager needs to get off this team, man. Like he was pissed to be off all game. All game, man. And he looked like, how is that not a foul? And I'm like, what? No, you muffled the punt. You muffled the punt. And you know it. You know it. You caused this. Short field. After a a struggling defense, a, a struggling Jonathan Gannon defense, you set up there and muffled 
and now it's a short field, and then they score. Like, you can't make this up, man. You really can't. You cannot make this up. You can't. It's, 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 Jonathan Gannon needs to go. We need somebody with a different scheme because his scheme is too predictable. Nick Sirianni needs to learn covers better and basically get into Jalen Hurts because he's putting his trust and faith that this quarterback is going to take him to the promised land. You need to be hard on him. You see what happened when it was publicized that you were hard on him and everything like that. He came back in the second half and started throwing the ball correctly. He had one of his best accurate games of the season. He, yeah, it was against the Washington football team the second time, but, you know, he he really showed up. You got to be on him. These guys are still young, man. They're still young, regardless of what they say, because Philadelphia is a town that these players, whatever they say, we, we, we take that with a grain of salt, because we take that with a grain of salt because it's not about what you say, it's what you do on the field. And if your play is not matching your words, then we don't give a damn about no flowers. We don't give a damn about no leadership, no no learning process. We don't give a shit about none of that. This is a city that wants to win, needs a win, and we need Broad Street to be lit again. And if you're not going to give us that, then what are we doing? What are we doing? And we got to ask Howie that too. What are we doing? It's ridiculous that you got content creators, you got uh, radio uh, personnel, you got uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia, you got every everybody, fans, that's calling games better than you. Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon did not do anything that anybody said. He did the complete opposite and had Slay covering. He had Slay covering. It's just, it's bad. It's really bad. And we just need to see what's going to happen the offseason. I'm, I'm done with this whole Jalen Hurts thing. He's going to be back next year. He's going to be back next year. Him and Devontae Smith is going to have chemistry. Devontae Smith seems like he has the, the most heart on the damn team offensively besides Jason Kelsey. So, yeah. It's going to be a lot of chemistry with with him and Jalen Hurts, and I'm ready for that. But it just got to get better. It, every, every, everybody and every coach needs to get better. Every coach. The OC, too. All the RPOs and just running four plays all year is not going to cut it. It's not. But with that being said, the Cowboys, the Cowboys lose. And man, I was happy as hell to see the Cowboys lose today. Cowboys basically lost to the San Francisco 49ers 23-17 it was a hilarious loss 
because all year you hear, oh, we, we got the NFC East uh, on lock, and, you know, we're Super Bowl contenders. Look who we got. We got Diggs. We got Parsons. Look, we we got Dak. We got Coop. We got um, Lamb. We got, we got all these people. And Pollard. Pollard also. And look, look what happened. Look what happened. Regardless of the record of the regular season, y'all are out of the playoffs like us. I could not have t- taken if they beat 49ers. I could not have taken them talking shit to us Eagles fans saying, oh, you know, we're, we're still in the playoffs. Where y'all? And we're having that argument. No, y'all did all that talking. All that winning in the NFC East, and y'all had the number one. Um, y'all was uh, number one in the NFC East, and y'all, y'all, y'all possibly could have had home field advantage, and y'all lost. Y'all lost. It, it, it's hilarious. It's hilarious how an Eagles loss could turn into a, a, a good day, not a great day. But a good day because Dallas Cowboys lose. It was a good day. And I, I'm happy that we don't have to hear about the Cowboys anymore. And I get to sit back and not be stressed over my Eagles anymore. And I get to just enjoy watching football and not have a team that's going to win. Yeah, I'm going to be still doing bets and everything like that. But I don't have to sit up there and be like, oh. The Eagles this and the, and the Cowboys that. No, we can talk about football now because as of as of what? As of next week, it's going to be what? You know, eight teams, I believe. Eight teams left. If that, no, two, four, yeah, eight teams. So, that's what I'm saying. We really had a good season and we can only get better. We can only get better and we got to put our trust now into Howie. That's all. And it's still going to be Eagles content after this because it's, I know it's going to be things that go on. We got the exit interviews coming up and um, it's just going to be a lot of, it's going to be content all, all, all spring and all summer leading up to the next season. But with that being said, man, that's all I got on the Eagles, man. Like I said, it was a devastating loss. Only because that the way we went down. Not because we didn't win. Because, like I said, we would compete. I wouldn't have had nothing to say. But we didn't compete at all. We did not compete at all. Did not compete at all. But with that being said, man. Jalen Hurst is back next season. Uh, Nick Sirianni is back next season. Jonathan Gannon is a question mark. Um, but we need to see how this receiver core and everything is going to be. But uh, with that be, I, I'm, I'm done. I'm done talking and rambling because I feel like I'm rambling and repeating myself and being redundant. So just follow me on Twitter at King underscore Defense. Please, please do that. And I promise you guys, I keep saying it every episode that the YouTube is coming. It is coming. I'm just working on my backdrop and everything like that. I might just do a green screen for now. But with that being said, that's all I have. 
I'm out. Peace.